Hello and welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the show where we talk about what we just watched. I'm your wholesome know-it-all and resident movie buff, Zach Kuyat. And I'm your dead wife that increases the man pain, Emily Coffin. Dead wife that increases the man pain is really fun. <laughs> I What I was Thank really you. hoping for was that you would just say, and I am the Baba Yaga, because this week oh, we are talking it, about that. the modern ah. action classic, John Wick. Mm-hmm. I got to pick, and I said, I'm going to pick another very boy movie. I got very a superhero, I got a horror movie, and now I'm just going to get a straight up cool kung fu Keanu Reeves <laughs> action movie. And then like next time, I'll, I'll branch out a little bit, because I do like Yeah, like even, even it out a little. Yeah. Um, I will, I will get this out of the way really quick. I've, ne- this was, this past week was the first time I've ever watched this movie. Somehow right. this like was just off my radar. Like I knew it existed, but I've never watched it. And I knew nothing about it before you decided this was what we were doing this week. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm glad that I could be in part responsible for you watching this movie and seeing the beauty that is, uh, an old and grizzled no, Keanu I- Reeves. Can I can I admit something else? Please do. On top of the fact that it um, it's <laughs> it's just you it's and me just here. Some, so. Yeah, absolutely. It's just us. Hey, <laughs> since it's just the two of us and we can talk personally, just between us, girls. Um, <laughs> just between us, Goyles. Um, I thought for some reason I don't know why this was in my brain. I thought this was like a classic like '80s movie, at least originally. I thought the new one. I thought this was like a remake. Of an old movie for oh, some reason. yeah, no. And I don't know what movie I had in my brain that I thought this was, but <laughs> it's not that at all. Oh, goodness. No, it's not. It's just, uh, it's like 2014. It's just, yeah. It's just cool, like, Very recent. <laughs> Maybe it's because Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah, Keanu. <laughs> I was just like, eh. Has had a renaissance lately. Um, Absolutely. And, and what a man. A, an uh, excellent part. Breathtaking. What a guy. I mean, <laughs> just everything about Keanu in this movie is exactly what I want it to be. God, um, he's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just just a stud of a man with next to no emotions, just mm-hmm. shooting and punching as many guys as he can. Uh, you we, you we love, love to see it. We love to see it. Love to see it. it. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was crisp. <laughs> All right, we are, we're like off to the races already so i'm just gonna push us straight to question one <laughs> question one is what's extreme what do you like the most what do you like the least what is the coolest i think the coolest is an excellent category for this movie oh absolutely um, um one of my one of my favorites was definitely just that willem dafoe was here oh um, absolutely I, I know he wasn't in a lot of it but i like i said i went in blind to this movie i didn't look anything up beforehand i just went I just rented it and pressed play. <laughs> and the second Willem Dafoe showed up, I was so excited. And he did not disappoint because I don't think he's capable of doing so. No, he's he's a treasure. <laughs> Bless that man. Bless um, that man. I mean, it's hard to pick like for me what's my favorite because the whole movie is practically one nonstop action sequence that I think is oh, incredible absolutely. from start to finish. But the nightclub scene... Is oh, so, so cool good. with Theon Greyjoy running around mm-hmm. in a towel and trying his best to escape, and <laughs> that guy that has that's massive with the big beard that he fights oh, in the balcony that he just drags by the beard over the. T- oh yep. my god, it was so it's good, so cool, and just the music loud and so loud that people don't hear the gunshots as he's running through, so the the party keeps happening. 
which Insane. is it feels very reminiscent of the matrix and like the matrix yes. sequels when people are partying and you know neo's dealing with being future jesus um yeah you know another keanu reeves project maybe that's just the vibe that he evokes from me yeah. and i think maybe just keanu in general is one of my extreme favorite things about this movie I, he's phenomenal in this movie I, I don't think... know. I have seen the only other movie I've ever seen him in was the first matrix. And mm. I think I watched that when I was a kid. So this is like my first adult experience watching Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so, yeah. and he's great. He's so good. Yes. And I like have Keanu you seen Reeves that video? Have you seen that video of him like training, training for these for movies? It? Oh my God. Yeah, he, it's he insane. Could easily be like a perfection, a professional marksman and, and does yeah. most of his own work. Um, and my favorite part of it all is that the people that are training him are being like, oh my God, Keanu, you're doing so good. And he's just standing there like, yeah, oh, you know, it could have been better. You know, it wasn't yeah. quite as clean as I've done before. So I, uh, <laughs> like he just was not like having have, anybody right? complimenting him. <laughs> well, and, and I think Keanu Reeves is a very interesting movie star because yeah. I like him a lot. And I like mm-hmm. just about every movie he's in, but I think, I think a lot of the times I like the movie that is around him, and I think he's cast well, but I don't know that I actually love a lot of what he does. And I gotcha. think it's because okay. he is such a neutral person. I think he is yes. like the neutral mask of humanity. <laughs> and when you put him in a movie like this or like The Matrix, where he doesn't have to do a lot of like emotional work. I think yeah. it lets the audience project onto that even easier because he is just oh, like absolutely. blank and, and stoic. Where So if if the movie was more focused on like the fact that his wife had died and he was really emotional about that, I might want to see somebody else there because I don't know. I mean, Keanu, while being stoic, also seems like a deeply sad person. So I, I don't doubt that he could do that. <laughs> but I think yeah. his best performances are it. the ones where he is just blank and stoic. It's The Matrix. It's this... And, and when he's not, you get scenes like Point Break when he screams and fires his weapon into the sky and it just feels weird, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I think sometimes it's okay for an actor to just be like, their thing is being stoic and, and just Absolutely. serious and a little bit blank. Because not every movie needs to win an Oscar, you know? Oh, uh, no, no. Some movies just need to be cool and have like yeah. an interesting world and a compelling story and the hero just is good at everything, um, Absolutely. which is the case in this one. Um, I will say when I started this movie, um, I was a little worried because within five minutes, I knew exactly what the movie was going to be. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they, they established the dead wife and then he gets the dog, which if you know anything about movies immediately, you're like, oh, the dog's going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second, I think it was the second he met uh, Theon Greyjoy, Yosef, I think his name yeah. is, at the uh, gas station, I was like, oh, that guy's going to kill his dog and he's going to go on a vengeance trip to yep. go get him. And that's what this movie is. And that's what the movie is. But I loved that it, the world it created around that story was just so, it feels so fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point, I thought this had to have been based on a book. Or something. Yeah, the but world building is it's so just, good in this. Between wonderful. like the relationship they have with each other and calling mm-hmm. in and talking about tokens and 
the the coins that they have to pay for things at the Continental and just the Continental yep. itself. Yeah, the Continental itself is so Talking cool. about going to like uh, the, the tailor and getting stitched up and, and all the other things that happen at that hotel in this movie and in the sequels. And mm-hmm. the two lines of dialogue it takes to understand what his relationship is with the police in town. And oh yeah, that's Just that, a, that he shows up and scene. he can see the bodies behind him and just goes, you working again? And does he say? Doesn't he say part time or something? <laughs> uh, he's like, he's like, no, I've just, I'm just uh, cleaning up some loose ends or ah, something. Yes. It's something like that. Just, um, and he's like, all right, I'll let you ends. get back to it. <laughs> it. Just, and just go home. It's just a noise complaint, and the police officer just it's, working again. It's that scene, and then the one where he's on. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh my God. We were literally just talking about him before we started recording. Uh, the guy from Moulin Rouge. He was in Moulin Rouge too. Help me. He was in Moulin Help. Rouge. Who were we talking about? Uh, Leguizamo. Leguizamo. <laughs> oh, John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Yes. Wow, I can't believe we almost forgot John, <laughs> John Leguizamo after specifically Again. talking about not forgetting John no. Leguizamo. But the other great world building character building, whatever you want to call it, is John Leguizamo on the phone with uh, Viga, the Russian mobster guy. Scary Viga. The dad. Um, The two of them on the phone, and and Viga's like, I I heard you struck my son. (laughs) And Leguizamo's like, yeah, he killed John Wick's dog and stole his car. He stole John Wick's car. (laughs) And his response is just, oh. And then he hangs up. And then he hangs up. It's so good. It's so good. The, I don't know why phone conversations are really good in this movie too, because Viggo and, and John Wick are on the phone at one point, and John Wick is like, or, or Viggo is trying to like, you know, plead with his humanity and and, and reason mm-hmm. with him, and in the middle of a sentence gets Just, hung up on, and if oh, it's so that good. guy who is shown to be so powerful and John Wick just hangs up on him in the middle of a sentence, which you don't do in movies. It's movies are so weird no. about phone conversations. And that is like, not everybody's got to finish every thought that they have. Yeah. You don't say goodbye. Call. You finish your thought and then you hang up. But instead yep. he just not even listening to him. Just like, just let's no. behave like civilized. And that's it. <laughs> oh, and the scene right before that, where he's got the sledgehammer and he goes and like, just cathartic his old guns. digging up his old stuff. Oh Ooh, man. This is a, Perfect moment to bring this up because I was watching uh, Nathan, one of my roommates, for anyone listening. Um, he came down and was watching part of it with me last night because I watched it twice. And last night I watched it for the second time. And we got to um, the soundtrack in this movie is so good. Mm-hmm. It just like the adrenaline it gives you is so <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. And the way I described it to Nathan last night was like, you know how people like make fun of dudes who get angry and punch holes in walls? <laughs> yeah. For a minute, it made me understand the urge. You know, <laughs> like it made me just want to like, ooh, I just like kind of want to know what it's like you for my fist almost to hit somebody's gut just with the really power quick. Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's just something which so usually I don't cool. get super into, but for some reason in this movie, it just really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and I it's such a cool movie, like just it's very it, cool. It feels like it's effortlessly cool. You know, it doesn't feel like yes. Let's do a ton of stunts. It feels like let's just really 
make sure we show everything that's happening and and we yes we choreograph it really specifically it's a movie that's directed by two stunt coordinators um and i think you can see that because they they both clearly understand how the stunt work works yep and how to choreograph that kind of thing um and then how to put it behind a camera so that you can see what's happening and understand the action like um there's a shot when when they're invading his house um and mm-hmm. um the, it's shot sort of so that there's a, a a wall that ends in the middle of the frame and John yes, Wick is on one side of the up. wall yes. and random henchman is on the other side of the wall and instead of cutting to John Wick's side and seeing him shoot into the plaster and then like hearing somebody fall you get to like watch him sort of calculate how he thinks the other person is behaving on yep. the other side of the wall, realize that he might not know exactly how tall this person is or what they're doing. So he shoots him in the foot instead. And then knowing that he's going to lean down, shoots him in the head after that. And it's just, yep. it's like, it's so a different smart. level of calculating both as a character and just calculating yeah. how your audience is going to react to. They do such a good job putting intention behind yeah. all of the stunt work there's very little so... like extraneous movement it, it doesn't yeah. have that thing where if Everything you catch the background somebody's swinging at the air it's like every yeah. every movement seems like it's serving a purpose absolutely yeah and it's, it never feels slow it never cool. feels like it's dragging right not for one second no Which it, this movie is movie pretty it's not long this movie's like an hour and a half yeah less than two hours yeah i think but my, it, it never drags my uh the thing I feel like I can tell if a movie is paced well is if I don't really notice how long it is, be that short or long. Um, and this yeah. movie is one where it's just like, oh, it started and then I had a good time and then it ended and I don't really know how much time has passed. Whereas a movie yeah, that's absolutely. paced poorly, there's always a moment where I'm like, how long, how much so longer like, do I have to be here? Or, yeah. oh, wow, it's over already? Like, you, we just had to skip right to the last confrontation because <laughs> right. you didn't know how to get there? Like, well, okay, I guess we're done then. Um, I guess we're done now. And this movie doesn't Absolutely. have that in either direction. It's just, I can understand the geography of what's happening, where he is in the world, mm-hmm. and then in, even in the smaller scenes where he is in the house and where everyone else in, is in the house or in the nightclub or what have you. Mm-hmm. And I understand how people get from point A to point B and how quickly it happens. Um, and it's a, it's a simple, straightforward process, but it makes the movie really engaging. Um, and I think it's just... It's just so cool. It's just a cool movie. Yeah. And he wears a black Absolutely. suit. And like, oh, come on. Come so on. Cool. And like, back to the car- the uh, world building thing. It's one of those movies that makes it so clear how you don't have to explain the living hell out of everything that's going on to make things make sense. Right. I mean, the movie doesn't, he doesn't have a scene where he's like, talking to somebody and like, these coins are how I get to spend a night at this assassin right. hotel it's uh. just because i like it, like he just grabs a pile of coins and hands them to the concierge and he goes okay cool you're good to stay for tonight and yeah. and that's all it takes for us to understand like okay there's some weird like underworld where they have their own currency and they understand how to communicate with each other and that's all it takes and that's all yeah. it takes for us to understand how Absolutely. the world of the movie works and then you get to expand on it in two sequels because you make a really good first movie 
And the sequels yeah. do, I think, a lot of fun expanding with the world. I, I really I really think I am going to go back and watch. Because I, I haven't watched the second or third ones, obviously. Yeah. I think I am going to go back and watch the other two. Oh, you got Because I, I was that interested in this one. It's a good movie. It's a very good yeah, movie. Yeah, it's very good. It was not what I expected. Like, it kind of was premise-wise, but, like, the way they execute it is just flawless. It's so good. I, yeah. It's a very, it's a so very well-made movie. Absolutely. Um, I will say before we leave the what's extreme section, um, the saddest thing in all of movies in general is the idea that your wife dies but then leaves you a puppy. First of all, I think oh that's a God. weird move. Because um, yeah, like, what if he didn't strange. want a puppy? Like, you know who your husband is. Your husband's John Wick, and what if he didn't want a puppy? He feeds... yeah. What if he didn't want that? I'm gonna come back to that for a second, but like. Then your dog like just dies in your arms and wow, that, that hurts. That's Ow. not great. <laughs> that shot of him just waking up with the dog right in front of him uh-huh. broke my heart. It, Ugh. oh my God. Makes and me want to go like fight the Yeah, the exactly. It's so completely <laughs> gets you on his side and it's such a smart move. As much mm-hmm. as I hate seeing animals get hurt in movies. Right. Like, it was such a smart way to get this... Like, obviously, he's done a lot of morally questionable things right. he in is a life. murderer. He did a lot of murder. And what a quick and easy way to get the audience just so completely on his side right. for the Nobody's whole movie. Nobody's going like, to, like, argue Oh, this guy, guy killed his dog? dog Take him down Kill now. him. <laughs> we don't need him. He's Get got a out. face that looks like a Game of Thrones villain. Cause he is. And <laughs> Cause also, he, is. he killed a man's dog. Uh-huh. Get rid of him. Ugh. Yeah, it's a good hook, but it's also just deeply sad. But then he gets a new dog at the end of the movie, so I guess yeah, like, it could be Yeah, he's really cute. And it was, if you, um, I was watching some, like, I think it was Cinema Sins or Cinema Wins, one of those. One of the two. And they, like, draw attention to the fact that they're, uh, like, he specifically picked a dog that's about to get euthanized. Aw. So he saved that dog's wow. life. That's, wow. What a guy. Just an extra is. little, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a man. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, okay. my God. Um, that's good work. Let's Thank jump you. to question you two. Too. Question two here <laughs> is what are your questions? What in this movie makes you go, huh? Um, and I almost said it a second ago, but I feel like I should save it for here. Is um, it's it's twofold. Um, the first okay. is uh, you didn't want to send any like food with this puppy. You were gonna that spring on I your had the widower. exact same question written down. You didn't want to just help him out a little bit. Like, hey, you just died, and I know that like you didn't. I know that you're dead, so like it's not not everything's up to you. But you didn't, right. like, also pay for one bag of dog food? Because he doesn't well, expect a dog, and clearly <laughs> he doesn't know how to take care of a dog. Cause because my second question is, why does John Wick think dogs should eat cereal? <laughs> also, my more specifically, my version of this question was, what adoption uh, <laughs> agency offers that service of yeah. like, hey, will you please deliver a dog to my husband, but only after I die, yeah. please. Once you get news of my death, please deliver a, a puppy to my husband who will not be asking for it and will be surprised that it right. shows up at the because door. Because like, in my adult life, I have not adopted a dog because I have not been financially stable enough to do that. Sure. <laughs> um, but 
don't they have like some sort of like I don't know if it's a full background check, but like something where they like check out your house and are like, hey, are you fit to own a dog? Is that not a thing? Because I thought it was. I don't know. It may depend on like where you get a dog from, but. Right. Yeah, it's, it feels like it's like some more thing needs to happen with that transaction. Right. Because he just, somebody just shows up at his doorstep with a dog and is like, this is yours now. You have to have it. Right. And he does. It like, feels like he doesn't even get any say in the situation. <laughs> right. Because again, like you said, what if he didn't want the dog? But also, what if his mental health just went to shit and he wasn't fit to take care of a dog? Because it did. He was a deeply depressed man. Yeah. Quite clearly. <laughs> like, obviously, like, lucky for that dog, at least in the, like, 24 hours he had it, <laughs> yeah. um, that's... That he, like, still had it in him to love it. Like, with he, he like, was cuddling in it, which was, like, my favorite parts of the movie because it was so damn cute. Right before but, anything bad happens to like, anybody. what if he was just... Because they make it clear later on, this was days after she died. Mm-hmm. Days! It's like funeral, puppy shows up later, and then, like, two days later, everything, the events of the movie Right. Happen. Oh my god. <laughs> like what? Also, there are so many ways that could go wrong. Who were all those other people at John Wick's wife's funeral that he was not talking to? <laughs> he just wouldn't talk there to them. There were so many people and even like I get he's he's an assassin and she seemed to not be from right. that world. I think that's the the implication is that's yeah. why he quit that because he was Definitely. in love with her. But even if they were all just her friends, would nobody like go talk to him? Be like, just, hey, you hey, are I'm my sorry friend's that husband. Your wife is dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so alone in the corner at his uh, own house. It's so his house, weird. and everybody else is monopolizing it, and he's sitting in the corner of his own house. Right. <laughs> I will say that's like the one section of the movie that I'm. The beginning is honestly the one section of the movie that I was a little like I. <laughs> just because of like stuff like that like the dog showing up right. and then like the funeral being weird i need to look but then that. everything else happened and it was all great but like up until then it was a little like i don't i'm not entirely sure what's going on here <laughs> like why are things <laughs> happening the way they're happening but yeah i think it'd be a sick prank to just in the event of my untimely death send somebody a dog but like <laughs> right. just somebody kind of random um, <laughs> so that they can wonder like why did why me send, why did that guy i went to high school with send me a dog when he died <laughs> like make it very clear that this is a dog i purchased for you before my untimely passing right and now you have to take care of it and, and that means for the next like 10 11 12 years yeah. they're just gonna have to sit and wonder like what they meant to me that i bought them a dog before right. i died because <laughs> <laughs> that's not a rescue that was a puppy yeah <laughs> that was a puppy uh-huh Man, um, my other question about mm-hmm. this movie is how in the world is the worth of a single coin determined? Because a single oh, coin oh, no. gets you anything. It yeah. gets you an unlimited night stay in a hotel. It gets you guns. It gets you armored suit jackets. It gets yeah. you medical care. Right. But it's always just the, one coin, and I get right. what the, the it is, there was but I think one it's so time funny. he gave more than one, and it was to the guys who cleaned up all the the bodies right. from the people and I who feel raided like his house. He handed them like everybody. a handful of them. 
I got the. I felt like that was because he needed one for everyone. Probably. So every yeah. person there gets a coin, and he just hands them all over. Because yeah. pretty much every and in the sequels, it's true too. Like he just hands over one coin, and that solves it. And then the sequel even confuses it more because there's a scene where he's in just a bar, and he okay. also hands over one coin to get a drink. Okay. So somehow ha, in this world, wait a minute, a, a stay in a hotel <laughs> a and guns and medical care and armored suit jacket are worth the same as that drink. Better be drink. like one thousand percent alcohol <laughs> if it's more, or just if it's the same amount scotch. as a body right. disposing of a dead body. <laughs> I mean, he goes through an armory in the second movie, just like cleans out this room. And also, like, mere minutes later, just hands over one coin and receives just one? one drink what? from over the bar. Oh, and no. I just think there is, there is so much to answer for there. <laughs> that, oh, God, that's going to haunt my dreams. Yeah, I'm going to think this, about that forever. When you watch the, the sequel, you'll notice that, like, it's just... A coin is whatever <laughs> it's amount always of just money it one. needs to be worth. Unless it's a body. That's where we draw the line. <laughs> That's where the line is drawn. Oh, goodness. Um, I had a question. Okay. Okay, so there's a... I know there's the whole thing where he stays at the, uh, the hotel. Yes, at the Continental. The Continental. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's the whole thing where, like, there's really bad penalties if you try to kill anyone in this space. No like this is supposed to be a grounds, neutral yes. space, blah, 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 blah. But still the fact that John Wick just decided to sleep with his blinds all open. That's yes. That's an excellent. So point. that Willem Dafoe could get just like the clearest shot at his head yeah. in bed. Cause had they not hired Willem Dafoe, who was sympathetic to John Wick. Right. And who knows if intentionally he missed. Right. Who knows what happens after that? Right. That's that just seems like silly on his part. Because even if you do trust that most people would abide by it, surely <laughs> this isn't the first time people have tried to mess with it. Right. You don't and have not rules follow unless somebody rules. has broken those rules before. So right. somebody so decided we need a safe space, so let's set it up. And I'm sure that, I don't know how long the Continental's been there, but I'm sure that who knows? they had to set punishments because somebody shot somebody else in the hotel bar yeah absolutely huh. oh this seems like a good moment i caught something that i that i really like i'm sure a million other people have caught it as well <laughs> um the name of the uh the guy at the front desk the concierge the concierge uh his name was oh god how do i pronounce it Karen or karen yes like Karen. Um, yeah which is which is the which is a reference to the Greek mythology, the guy who ferries people across the river Styx yes. to the underworld. That was and I very. Thought, that was I just that cool was like a little, touch. a little something I just caught, just and I was like, flavor. "Hey, <laughs> I like that." It. Now we're going from the normal world into the assassin underworld, the criminal. <laughs> underworld. I spent I spent elementary and middle school reading about Greek mythology all the time. I know what you're doing there, and I, I like read it. The Percy Jackson and the Olympians. <laughs> I sure did, and I, I respect things. it. <laughs> I know things. Yes, I. Oh, I like they're that. making a Disney Plus series, and I'm so excited. Boy, I sure hope anyway. that's good. <laughs> I'm so I sure excited. would like it to be good because the movie's bad. Oh, so bad. <laughs> oh goodness, awful. Maybe one day I'll throw that as one of my picks, but. Um, oh, if you don't, I will. <laughs> beautiful. 
I already threw Avatar out there. You know I I won't hold I won't restrain myself from it. That's fair. I do know that. I'm I'm not above it. <laughs> okay, let's let's jump to question three. Absolutely. Question three I think is really interesting in this movie because it's full of this <laughs> question. There's so that many question people being, in this why movie. Why are you here? And there are so many people in this movie so that could be the people. end of the sentence. There's just so many people in this movie. Yeah. Um, did you have like a favorite pick for this one? Um, I think the one for me that was the most recognizable in them, other than like Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. which is just going to be like a, oh, I love Willem Dafoe. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this will be the second podcast where we talk about how much we love Willem Dafoe. <laughs> exactly. It's Willem Dafoe and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal and are our two go-tos. And John Leguizamo. <laughs> are, are, that's the holy trinity of this podcast. <laughs> Um, but my, the first one I put down was, uh, Theon Greyjoy. Yes. <laughs> Which Theon. I didn't even put down his real name. I don't even know his real name. Alfie just, Allen is his real name. Great. I'm yes. going to forget it immediately. But um, no, he, no offense to him, but he's Theon, Theon Greyjoy. Greyjoy face. You know? Well, especially cause his character in this is just so like, so Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. Just a like jerk the kid. son of somebody that matters. Who's just a jerk. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. He, his his face, that actor's face, this is no disrespect to him. I'm sure he's lovely. Um, his face just like screams, my daddy will hear about this and he's not going to be happy about it. Because <laughs> like, that's who he plays in everything. And he's yeah. so good at it. Absolutely. He's, he just has that type in him. Oh, and I'd be sure. interested to see him do something else because... Th- this is all I've seen him in is this in Game of Thrones. I know. I always want to see somebody like get cast way against their type. Cause I'm always very curious as to what yeah. comes out of it. But yeah, no, he, he shows up in this movie and you're like, Oh, it's like Theon Greyjoy doing well, Theon Greyjoy, I guess, because yeah. he's pretty much doing the same thing, but just like that whole, like him throwing, um, nightclub party goers in front of like in between him oh. and John Wick you're just like, Gross. hey, screw you, guy. Yeah. Okay? Like, if you're going to kill yeah. a man's dog, at least own it. Okay? <laughs> right. They they for sure did everything in their power when they were making this movie to be like, how can we just make this guy the most unlikable dude right. we possibly can? <laughs> right. There and is he, no he, sympathy for him ever at any moment <laughs> in the entire thing. Because oh, he goodness. sucks. <laughs> um, My number one pick... For why are you here is um a man by the name of dean winters but he's more yeah, recognizable that was my other one. as mayhem from <laughs> the all-state commercials yeah. um, really strange i like so bizarre he, he's been in other stuff that i liked he was a recurring character on 30 rock he's been a recurring character on brooklyn 99 like he he is good at you know Dumb doing this stuff. like irritating jerk character but it's it's gonna always be hard to not see him as mayhem from the the car insurance commercials and anytime he does anything i'm like oh that's that's weird i wonder if i wonder what um allstate could do about that (laughs) (laughs) well he um the entire first watch through of this movie that i did i could not place his face the whole time and it was getting so <laughs> irritating to me because he's in a lot of scenes in this movie. He just doesn't do a ton. That's true. He's just kind he's of the sidekick. That's just kind of, he's driving people around. He's 
there while other people are doing things. Yeah, he's just kind um, of Vigo's So by the time kid. the movie ending ended, I kind of forgot to look him up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was watching it the second time and Nathan came downstairs and was like, Hey, it's May- it's Mayhem from Allstate. And I went, oh my God, <laughs> that's who he is. Yep. Oh, how did I miss it? How did I miss that? Oh, but goodness, yeah, that yes. that was pretty... That's so funny that that's who that is. Yeah, I love it. It's just an odd like place for him <laughs> to show up. And yeah, like, absolutely. I, there's no, he doesn't do anything wrong. He does a fine job. No, it's just like, he does a good job hey, that's, with what he's got. That's Mayhem from the commercials. Yep. Especially when he's driving a car, I'm like, oh yes. god, I just feel like he's about to turn to the camera and, <laughs> oh, and just start talking about insurance yep. <laughs> at any moment now. Checks out. Um, another one I had for this because I feel like there's a long list of people you can have for this is Absolutely. Ian McShane, um, who was Winston, who like runs the Continental, the hotel, not the concierge. Winston. Um, but he's oh, like god, I think the I authority figure at the hotel. But Ian McShane is, like, a classically trained actor. Um, I'm and, genuinely trying to remember, like, who this person was. Um, I'm trying to come up with another reference for you. He was in... He played Blackbeard in one of the last Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but he was on Deadwood no. and, and has done a bunch of work. He's a, an incredibly talented but like, I don't re- stage I don't and screen remember, actor. I don't even remember him in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't. I feel bad. I believe you. You love this movie. I, I know you wouldn't lie to me, but I cannot special. remember for the life of me. No, but yeah, I just like a super talented, like classically trained star of stage and screen. Ian <laughs> it's just like, oh, just okay. here. Because I think this movie on its face looks like it's going to be like fast paced, dumb action. Um, oh, yeah. And I think, you know, having Keanu Reeves, a guy who's known for speed and point break and the matrix Absolutely. and bill and ted's you know like you don't necessarily think like this is going to be emotional and gripping and and no. hard and and have high caliber acting that kind of thing but then like partway through the movie all of a sudden willem dafoe is here and then farther into the movie ian <laughs> mcshane is here and it's like oh no these are like actors like these yeah. are people who are trying and and really <laughs> they're doing, doing their darndest yeah Willem Dafoe could probably also belong in this category because it's just yeah definitely like the for as famous as he is the movie is not marketed on him at all no at all well because he's not in very much of it right there's no circumstance to him showing up like it's just like oh and uh, that character is Willem Dafoe okay that scene the scene where he died his death hands down one of my the best scenes in the movie just on the stairs so good the you die on my terms. No, I die on my own. See? Oh, Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So good. This is a very good movie. Um, Another name that we've said, but again, I think belongs in this category, is John Leguizamo. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, definitely. Especially because he's in like 10 minutes of it. And then he never shows up again. First part of the movie, because that's really just a means to get us to Keanu Reeves shooting a whole lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Um, and he's the one that's like the catalyst for us realizing how important he is. Right, exactly. The, he's the one who gets to go, he stole John Wick's car. And then everybody <laughs> else in the movie oh. says, oh, oh and no. hangs up the phone. <laughs> oh, well, uh, <laughs> well, Theon, you're dead. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, my son. And then, sorry, yeah, when, boy. when when the, the son rolls in and is like, 
looking for support and looking oh. for his dad to be like, I'm going to so get that good. man and just get smacked across the face. And it's like, Ooh. what did you do? <laughs> Especially the, like, he gave him that shot of, I think it was vodka. He <laughs> let him take that shot of vodka right before it, just so he could hit him and get it to burn again on the way up when he <laughs> threw it up and then make him clean it up. Uh, oh my God. That scene was great too. I love that scene. The whole movie is really good. It's really, <laughs> it's good, really good. Oh man. I also, I just want to shout out old Keanu Reeves. Cause He's this, we are in great. Like, I think still the middle of like a Keanu-sance, if you will. Absolutely. Uh, which I like saying more than like when, when Matthew McConaughey was getting big again. Like <laughs> the McConaissance. I don't, I never thought it worked, But Keanu-sance, mm, yeah. I think Keanu-sance works belongs between like these three <laughs> movies and some other work he's been doing lately it's like oh that's a guy who was big for a while and then vanished for a few years and is now back now he's back and, like, and better than ever way. oh yeah better than ever for better sure better than ever he spent all those years in between training to make john wick probably absolutely because, yeah he's really good at it so. he's really good and okay he's a he's He's a good looking man. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a... I don't know if I ever like thought about Keanu Reeves as like a an attractive <laughs> person ever. Like I've always like seen him as like the guy everybody's like, oh, he's nice and cool and chill and everybody likes him. But then I watched this movie and I was like, oh, oh, he, he looked good though. <laughs> See, you, you need to go back and watch classic Keanu. Go back and watch I Speed. do. I do. Because um, I've never seen Speed... I know like what yep. I know what it is. I've just never watched it. And when I watched Matrix, like I said, I was a child. Yeah, and I and probably like wasn't paying very much attention because I barely remember it. So mm-hmm. that that's not like a a definable like oh that is an attractive look because he's either like right hacker man or he's in black leather <laughs> and sunglasses. But and speed, those sunglasses oh the speed's sunglasses. the Keanu look right there. Me, I is have it? I have some friends that I play Call of Duty Warzone with. Um, of course you do. And we have, we, <laughs> we play quads. Um, so okay. the four of us are all named Jack. We have Jack Ryan, okay. Jack Bauer, Jack Jack um, is a fun one. And Jack. I am Jack Traven, which is Keanu from Speed. Um, oh, funny. And because Keanu is a formative part of my understanding of what action heroes are like. <laughs> um, and also because I was the last one to join the group and Jack Traven was my favorite of the leftover Jacks. So <laughs> I took what I could get, you know? Yeah. But hey, there's nothing wrong with picking a Keanu when you're trying to look like a tough guy, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I watched one interview where he was just, it's, it's that, uh, I think it's Buzzfeed where they just interview the celebrity, but they also put them in a room with puppies yes and just let them play with puppies that's i watched that like 10 of those last night this movie i know <laughs> i watched like 10 of them last night because i started with the keanu reeves one and then i just like kept going and it's the highest my serotonin has been all week just oh, watching absolutely. like billy eilish and <laughs> keanu reeves play with puppies celebrities and puppies man it's it's an easy it's a simple but effective combination oh very good I could have sat there for another like 12 hours watching it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. I've, we've named just about every member of the cast. So I think we're going to have to move so. on. Please do. To question number four. Let's do it. Question number four being, what if this was a documentary? And specifically, how, who would feed their husband to tigers? 
Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I think before long, we're going to be out of the heat of the Tiger King craze. Oh, uh, absolutely. I think we almost already are, especially by the time this comes out, probably. Yes, so maybe we should throw it to our audience if we haven't changed the question already. If somebody has a good suggestion for a replacement to what if this was a documentary, throw it our way. Yeah, um, please do. Our our um, <laughs> social media uh, for the podcast will be linked in the description of this episode. So you mm-hmm. have all the power in the world to do it. Um, you can also contact us at wdwjwpodcast at gmail.com. That Ooh, was nice. top of the dome. I didn't even plan to plug that That was here, really I good. I watched your eyes stared into the eyes of my camera while you did that. That was good. That was <laughs> focus. Focus. That's from the person who set up the email account. So I made sure there I could go. say it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, our question is, what if this was a documentary? And who would feed their husband to tigers? And wormy, irritating little Theon Greyjoy would do oh, anything absolutely. for anything. Because absolutely. Because any man who would kill a puppy would happily feed another human <laughs> being to tigers. No question. Absolutely, he would. Definitely. Um, I had a different answer just because, you know, I want to be different. Yes, I also have um, a follow-up. My my answer was uh, John Wick would feed anyone who touched his dog to tigers. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, that anyone right who out. touched his wife or his dog to tigers. <laughs> Any of them. My follow-up was also going to be um, maybe that John Wick wouldn't feed his husband to tigers or that wouldn't feed a person <laughs> to tigers. No, no, no. But no. that John Wick um, would be guilty of the same crimes as Joe Exotic. So do with oh, that what yeah. you will because yeah. murder for hire, man. Yep. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Or I guess Crazy. maybe he's guilty of the same hypothetical crimes as the person who did not murder Carol Baskin. So. <laughs> I know I've said this to you before, but I would give just about anything to just take the memory of Tiger King out of Erase my mind. Erase it from my brain and start so over. So that I could just watch it fresh all over again. You know, I I have actually said the same thing about this movie that I wish really? I could just see it for the first time again because it's so unique. And also the first time yeah. I watched this movie, um, I was in the airport in Amsterdam watching okay. it on Netflix on my phone. So I had a tiny little <laughs> screen. We had an eight hour layover um, on our way back from Kenya. And I was just watching it on this tiny little screen. Um, just, you know, trying to decipher what was happening. Cause it was a phone screen and it was a bright airport and yeah. I was exhausted. And I've obviously gone back and watched it in different settings since then. But I, I <laughs> do kind of wish that I could like go back the in time very first and see time. it in the theater for the first time. Cause I, I saw the that. sequel in the theater for the first time and it was like a transformatory experience. I bet. I, I wish I could have seen this in theaters yeah. while it was like, don't get me wrong. My, my like what? 30 something inch TV in my living room was <laughs> like fine. Uh, it was nice. Uh, but wow. I can only imagine, especially with like how, good the sound editing is in this movie yeah. and how good the soundtrack is i i can't even imagine how cool it would have been yeah. i can't remember the last time i saw an action movie in theaters unless it was like a marvel movie which is kind of right. almost not Superhero even the same genre its own yeah of action i think yeah. that's really i honestly i was trying to think about this earlier i think the last time i saw like a straight up action movie in theaters was probably um oh my god Oh, why can't I think of the name? I know the like subtitle was Live, Die, Repeat. It's Oh, uh, uh, 
the Tom Cruise one. Yes, with Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, Emily Blunt. Edge Live of Tomorrow. Yes, is the better title. I think. I think. Yes, it is. I I think that's probably the last action wow, movie I saw while. in theaters. That's been a while. I, it's it's just not the movies I usually gravitate towards. Yeah, I get that. Um, I have nothing I against I saw, them. Um, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. So I have never seen a Fast and Furious movie ever. Yeah, that's for sure on my list <laughs> because there's a special place in my heart for the Fast and Furious movies. One day I'm gonna walk you through all of them. We're gonna. I can't not, wait. Not in a hand row in that hand. Would get exhausting. Slowly, <laughs> I was gonna say, surely, aren't there so many Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> because even the bad ones, I love. Really? They're so dumb. How many are there? So much. There are eight, and also eight? The, the one oh spinoff. Oh my god! Because the eighth Fast and the Furious movie is called Fate of the Furious, and it Ooh. is spelled F eight. <laughs> oh. Because they were doing like Fast Five and God, Furious yeah. Seven, and then they got to too eight. fast, too furious. Too, too fast, too furious is my favorite oh, uh, joke of a movie it's, title anyway. Yeah, because anytime absolutely. something is the sequel to anything, like too fast, John too Wick furious. Two could have also been called Too John. Too John Too Wick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think every second movie, it. or like Too Toy Too Story, every second movie <laughs> in a series should be titled like Too Fast Too Furious. <laughs> There's not enough of that in this world. Oh, that's funny. And if every third one wanted to be like Toy Story 3 Tokyo Drift, I'd be fine with that too. Tokyo (laughs) Drift. Oh, that's that's good. good. Oh, wow. We're back on the same wavelength, clearly. Absolutely. Okay. That's a a good exhaustive answer to question four. So let's talk question five. I'm curious about this one. Okay. Question five is, could someone else have done better? Is there somebody uh, either in the film or involved in the production of the film that you think could have done a better job with their job. Yet again, I did a cheat. Okay, I like it. I did this a couple weeks ago. Um, Instead of like being like, oh, who do I think could have done better just in general at the time they made this movie, I decided to take it it back. Because the movie that this reminded, even though it's kind of not the same thing, for some reason the two movies that were like getting stuck in my head while I was watching this movie were Die Hard Hmm. and... um, Taken. Mm, okay, yeah. It kind of gave me a little bit of like a mashup of these two. I can't tell you why. It's been so long since I've seen either of those movies, but it was just maybe because I've seen so few action movies in my life, to be <laughs> it's honest. Just the default those are just movie. the default ones. Hey, Die because Hard those are both good. good oh, I loved I love Die Hard. Um, it's been a very long time since I've seen it, but I love it. Uh, I so I went movies. with what if this movie was made in the 90s? Ooh, interesting. It, late 80s, 90s. And what did you come so, up with? Who, who's, I said who's your the John two, Wick? The, uh, I did not pick a John Wick. Oh, okay. Because it also back then still could have been Keanu Reeves. It could Keanu have been Reeves. still Keanu It could have yeah, still been Keanu Reeves. Um, but uh, the two that I decided to pick on were uh, Theon Greyjoy and Vigo. Okay. Um, and I said, uh, and I didn't realize until I wrote this down that both of these actors have sadly passed. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, but... Uh, it would have been Alan Rickman mm, as yeah. Vigo and Heath Ledger. Oh, okay. Would have yeah. been a good, uh, Yosef. Yeah. I think he would, ugh, That would have been a really cool Heath version Ledger. of the movie. God, I'm, I miss both of them so much. Yeah. God, oh, they're wonderful actors, but that's just my, if it was done in the nineties, yeah, I think that would have cool been a really cool. Yeah. Um, one, I think Keanu is perfect, but I was trying to come up with somebody else that I would put in the John Wick role. 
please tell me it's yet again Jake Gyllenhaal. It's, it's Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> again. It's actually I would have put John Leguizamo there and switched their roles. Uh, no, I thought it might be interesting to to go a little bit older. Okay. Um, but somebody who could still do a lot of the practical action work. I have a guess of what you're about to say. I'll tell you if you're right. If I'm right, I mean. Um, Jackie Chan. Was Ooh, not what I was going to guess, I but interesting to I like that. He, they did I was... like a new, like Jackie Chan is old now action movie a few years ago, and it wasn't <laughs> very good, but I still think he is like, he's super talented and did all of mm-hmm. his own stunt work back in the day because that was what it was in uh, non-American cinema. A lot of times was yeah. you just hired somebody who would you do their own stunt did. work yeah. a lot of the time. Absolutely. Uh, but I think I like an old grizzled Jackie Chan Mm-hmm. doing yeah, that most cool. of the John Wick stuff. You know, he's clearly capable when it comes to the fighting style, that sort of Absolutely. thing. I think that could have been a really, it would have been a different version of this movie, no doubt, but I think it could have Absolutely. been a really cool version of it. I don't think I've ever seen a Jackie Chan movie ever. Oh, we got to put a Jackie Chan movie on this list. I know. I don't even think if it's, it's just like rush hour, we got to get something in there. Yeah, please do. But it'd be more fun. I, to I, do like I want one. that's part of this. I want to be enlightened to new movies <laughs> that I wouldn't watch normally. I need to remember to start adding these things that I say we have to watch. I know. To I keep list. forgetting to. I like looked back at my list <laughs> that I made like months ago the other day, and I was like, I have not touched this in so long. Oh man, I'll have to get back on that at some point. But who, who I, did you think I was gonna suggest? I thought you were when you said uh, a little older. I thought you were gonna say Harrison Ford actually Mm, Harrison Ford would be interesting my I love Harrison Ford Um, I do too Indiana Jones is probably in my top like Raiders is probably in my top 10 movies of all time Um, again I've seen it maybe once when I was a child that's about it classic Harrison Ford between that and Star Wars and Blade Runner like he Mm -hmm. he had my entire world at his fingertips (laughs) yeah that's good that's good but I think the, <laughs> I've got that going for me. The problem with putting him in the movie now would be that like Harrison Ford so clearly does not care about making movies anymore, and just yeah, doesn't seem no, like he's having it's not fun in his any jam movie he's these in. days. Even in like the ones where he's not bad, like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, he wasn't bad. I didn't hate Never him saw in it. the. <laughs> Hey, maybe we'll, we got to get a Denis Villeneuve movie on this list who, who directed it because he's my favorite director and we're, we're going okay. to talk about that at some point. All right. Noted. But like that movie, he's not bad. He's not bad in the sequel Star Wars trilogies. No, not at all. But I thought he was good in this. He just, he looks apathetic and tired all the time. Yeah. And yeah, I have a, does. I would have a hard time believing that he could move fast enough to be John Wick. <laughs> I, he looks like an old man who's who's turned his life fair. into just hobbling around fair. instead. I, I just love him just I do too. as a person, as a human, from everything I've seen. Obviously, I don't know him, but like everything I've seen, yeah. I just enjoy him a whole lot. I think part of that is because he's so apathetic about the movies he makes. Yeah, I think there's something funny about him I think, I think there's something so special about an actor that's just like, yeah, whatever, I was in that movie. Cool. Like when people ask him <laughs> anyway. if Han or Greedo shot first, and he's like, I don't care. (laughs) He's like, who (laughs) fucking cares? It's so good. Oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorite things that he does. (laughs) Because I think some people get so, like, enraptured with their own work and so, like, unable to see that their own... I love actors that are like, I've never seen the movies I'm in and I don't don't, care to. I don't don't need to. My favorite Harrison Ford clip of all time um, is 
Uh, he was on a David Blaine special called okay. David Blaine Real or Magic. And David Blaine, I'm convinced, is an actual, like, warlock. Um, but that might be a story for another time. I believe it. I think he's made a pact with a demonic entity, and that's the only way he can do some of the things he does. But he was in Harrison Ford's house um, okay. and did the whole, like, pick a card gambit, and, and obviously he doesn't see the card, whatever. Um, and Harrison Ford picks a card, puts it back in the deck, and he shuffles the deck a little bit and, and lays it out on the table. And the card is gone. And so Ooh. then you're like, uh-oh, what ha- where, where are you going to find Harrison Ford's Whoa. card? Where are you going to find the six diamonds? What happened to it? And he goes into Harrison Ford's fridge, pulls out an orange that he already had, cuts the orange open. And I think I've seen this. And in the middle this. of the orange is a folded up playing card. I that think was I've the card. seen this. And he... He unfolds it and holds it up to him, and it's that very David Blaine thing where he, again, no emotion, just, Mm -hmm. this is your card. And Harrison Ford looks at the card, looks at him, looks at the camera crew, just goes, get out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) If I haven't seen that video, I've seen that trick before. Oh, I love it. That's so fun. Get out of my house. (laughs) Get out of my house. (laughs) Oh, I love that. It's so uh, funny. God, he's, it's he's everything I want to be man. when I'm old. He's a grumpy <laughs> I can't old tell man. you why. I just want... I can't wait for it to be, like, cool for me to be angry yep. all the time. <laughs> he has the same uh, problem being an actor now that Bruce Willis does. That both of them kind of seem like they don't care about any of the movies they're in anymore. Yeah. So they're just, like, slogging through them and, like, trudging yeah. their way to the <laughs> next like, scene, God, basically. I guess. But... I mean, if they wanted to be invested in being John Wick instead, I I would watch it. But I just, oh, I think I'd be afraid that both of them would be like, mm, I could get a paycheck yeah, and then I don't move know. on. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. Let's jump to question six here. Question six. Um, I feel like I have an answer to this, but I'll be curious to see what you say. <laughs> question six. Okay. Is, would this be better as a musical? <laughs> and I don't know what your thoughts are. But boy, oh boy, do I have no idea what John Wick the musical would be. Yeah, I don't. I genuinely don't either. Um, <laughs> the the only thing that my brain could, my peanut brain could think of when I thought about this question was, uh, do you watch Bob's Burgers? Yes, I do. You do? Great. Um, do you remember, I can't remember what season it's from. There's an episode where they do, uh, back to Die Hard. Yeah, they do They Die do Hard an episode where they do Die Hard the musical. Uh-huh. And then also Working Girl, the musical. And then they <laughs> combine the musicals at the end of the episode. And it's Work Hard or Die Trying Girl, the musical. Uh, <laughs> that's that, a great show. <laughs> that's all I have to offer. Uh, that was just a, the only thing my brain would go to. There's a diehard, <laughs> like, longer form parody musical that exists on the internet. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the only version of a John Wick musical is a version of it that is making fun of how ridiculous it would be to make a John Wick musical. Because, oh, absolutely. Oh, it has John to be Wick a spoof. Sing. Like the same way there's like a Silence of the Lambs musical that's just a spoof. Right. Like there's, yeah. Like, like it's got to be one of those goofy off Broadway. Barely not, like are barely out of the actual IP of something. Or like. Like a very Potter musical that's like, hey, it would yeah. be weird if like Harry Potter Star was a musical. Like a Star Kid could make exactly. something, maybe. Like, that could be fun, but it would be fun because it would it's like, oh, it would be weird if this existed. <laughs> like, just, if it just lived in the weirdness of its own creation. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't yeah, feel like there's I a got. lot to talk about 
about John no, Wick the musical because <laughs> please never not. make John Wick the musical. Don't. Um, I I do not condone it. So we'll <laughs> then usher ourselves usher ourselves right into question number seven. And question number seven is what do you rate this film? <laughs> um, I have decided to give this film a rousing 12 out of 12, a.k.a. 12 out of the number of bullets that John Wick always knows that he has in his gun at all times and never <laughs> shoots more than that without reloading because this is a movie that cares about how many bullets are in the gun. Yeah, it really very it, much. It, <sighs> I'm not I'm not a gal that knows about guns in any way, but every everything I, I've seen uh, commends this movie for that, yes. for the accurate like reload stuff and it's so the much easier. caring about how many bullets you have. Right. And... It's so much easier in a movie to just never have to reload and right. think it happens. And just not camera. care. But it's kind And just of do cool. your best to make the audience also not care. Right. It's kind of cool though that he like has to think about it because you see that while he's not immortal, it means like he's calculating down to the millisecond right. every single thing that he does. And he knows that in this moment he has exactly enough time to reload and start over and, and do it yep. again. There's a one of the big climactic things in the second movie is that he has to he has a gun with exactly how many bullets he's offered and has to like survive on that. And so So the opening of Deadpool. Exactly that kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like trying to conserve bullets and, and yeah. use them specifically. That's yes, cool. I've I've given this movie twelve out of that's how many bullets are in John Wick's <laughs> gun all the time. That's good. I like that. Uh, I I personally rated this movie a 1967 out of a 1969 Mustang, which <laughs> oh, is the car that good. got stolen. 1967. That's that's pretty good on a scale Thank that you. goes nearly to 2000. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's pretty pretty near perfect. Yeah, there's nothing I, wrong with that. I I I know I've said it, but I I was so shocked how much I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it so much. It's a very good movie. Man, well, I am very glad that uh, I got to facilitate you watching this movie for the first time. Absolutely. I'm glad you did, too. Um, I, I like this. I had a great time. Um, uh, this podcast may be the first or second episode of ours that is accessible on the Google Podcast app. Yay! Um, because I just uh, got the clearance for that today. I just got the approval for the show. Um, nice. So, if, if that is your preferred method of listening, welcome to the club. Um, <laughs> welcome to What Did We Just Watch. Um, please, if you're on there, uh, give us a rate and a review. It uh, really helps us reach a new audience and, and make this more than just us talking to each other and recording Absolutely. it and then putting it on the internet. Because that would uh, make us feel silly. Yay. <laughs> um, also, as I mentioned before, you can contact the show at podcast at gmail.com and also Good job. Uh, the social links that will be in the description at the end of the show um, because uh, we are, we're we're going to keep doing this um, and, and we, yeah, we, are. we feel like we need to put it out to the world that we're not the only ones asking the important questions here. That no, we are not. the important questions here. And that important, What's the important question, question, the number one, what is, is what did we just watch? What did we just watch? What did we just <laughs> watch? Man, all of that. My daddy will hear about this and he's not going to be happy about it. <laughs>